When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Football. Ooh, we have NFL coach rankings according to CBSSports.com. Where does Mike Zimmer fall? Where should Mike Zimmer fall in the NFL coach rankings? We'll talk about that in just a second, but... A quick thank you to Federated Insurance for keeping Purple Daily powered here during these summer months and this tough year so far, not only uh, just across the country in the state of Minnesota, but also for us at Score North. And uh, Federated is here standing behind business owners. You can find more information about how Federated can help your business through this difficult first six or seven months and beyond at federatedinsurance.com. Over 100 years of experience in standing behind business owners and providing peace of mind. Again, federatedinsurance.com. At Federated Mutual Insurance Company, it's our business to protect yours. Football. Gentlemen, Purple Daily commences Phil Mackey, Judd Zolgad, Declan Goff producing here. And CBSSports.com has come out with the top 10 coaches for the 2020 season. Before I unveil these and and, and throw them up on the screen here for the YouTube subscribers, which, by the way, we would appreciate a uh, a subscribe click on our YouTube page, youtube.com slash score north. Just off the top of your head before we dive into this, where do you think Mike Zimmer should be a top 10 coach in the NFL? I've I've seen this, so um, I I will not cheat on, on the actual ranking, but I will say that I believe that much like Kirk Cousins, yeah. he's very much hovering around top 10. That's- like there's no, to me, there's no definitive, no, no way he shouldn't be. Sure. But I also don't say, I think he's a top five coach. Right. I think he's right around 10. I think that's a very good place for him. I think what Judd's saying is probably pretty accurate, but I do think Zimmer deserves more respect than Kirk Cousins in terms of the top 10 ranking. I think he actually does belong in there more than Kirk Cousins does. So if I, was, if I were to guess, I bet he's probably nine. Well, here are the rankings right now, and then we'll, we'll flush this all out. I, I have, personally, I have uh, my four different main areas of criteria for judging a head coach here. Bill Belichick is number one. Andy Reid is number two. John Harbaugh, number three. Sean Payton, number four. So all four of those guys have Super Bowl championships. Kyle Shanahan, number five. Sean McVay, number six. Those are like, the I would say Kyle Shanahan, Sean McVay are probably the two coach of the future figures in the NFL right now, right? Like the young, Mm offensive-minded, whiz kid type guys. Mm -hmm. Mike Tomlin, seven. Pete Carroll, eight. Doug Peterson at nine. And Mike Zimmer, 10th on this list. 
So the, the, the CBS Sports has Mike Zimmer as the 10th best coach in the NFL. Um, that's about right. I mean, yeah. is there anyone on this list that you would obviously put Mike Zimmer in front of? Me personally, no. No, 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 no. Um, I, I probably would rearrange the top nine a little bit here. And I think Peterson, for what he's done, might be a little bit too low. Um, but there's no one who stands out to me in that nine who I think Mike should 100% uh, leapfrog and or jump in some way. So, now, if I was to do this list, I would probably have the exact uh, same 10 names slightly adjusted, but I think Zim being 10 is probably about where he, he would land if I did this personally. I'm not necessarily fully ready to put Sean McVay four spots above Mike Zimmer. I think Sean McVay... I would drop him. Yeah, Sean but McVay I wouldn't drop a, him below Mike. He's obviously a whiz kid, and, and the work that he did with Jared Goff a couple seasons ago to get to a Super Bowl, you know, there's there's a lot of good there, but... Let's also not be too quick to make him a fringe Peterson top five coach. Peterson might be too low, too. He's won a Super Bowl. He's won games with teams that have been incredibly banged up. I would probably take Pete Carroll and Peterson, and I would probably jump McVay. McVay would probably be, he'd probably be more like nine right now in my list. Shanahan's an interesting topic because he's mm-hmm. an incredibly hot property. Yeah, He is very good at what he does. Uh, and and yet he's involved with uh, two ultimate Super Bowl meltdowns, which can be held against him. Yeah. But what can't be held against him at this point is that he made the Super Bowl in both cases, one time as a coordinator for the Falcons, and then, of course, as the Niners coach last year. So, again, I could tinker with this, but I don't think that there's any one coach I see that I would take Mike and and leapfrog that coach uh, and make Mike you know, just for the sake of this conversation, yeah. let's say seven or let's say five. Dex, is there anyone that you would for sure say, oh, well, Mike Zimmer is better than that guy on this list? You know what? I think Mike Zimmer is a better coach than John Harbaugh. I think John Harbaugh is really? way too high on that list. I, and I like John Harbaugh. Really? I think he's a good coach. But also, how much does that Joe Flacco superhuman strength hold a merit of him being number three? But John Harbaugh... He's a good coach. Yeah, but the Lamar Jackson call took huge, huge brass ones. I don't yeah. know. And was a great call. And and being willing... Here, here's my John Harbaugh soapbox thing in a positive way okay. right now, okay? okay. You, for those tuning in to this show right now, if you thought you weren't going to get a John Harbaugh soapbox rant from Judd Zulgay, you were mistaken. John Harbaugh w- was hired, I believe, in 2008, okay? The... Majority of coaches, not all of them, but the majority of coaches in this league uh, believe what they believe and, and are not as flexible as they should be. Mm-hmm. Guys like Reed and Harbaugh, what makes them so good is the constant reinventing themselves Agreed. as the game itself changes and the willingness to say, you know what? I believed this in 2002. Damn it. This is fundamentally what I thought. And now it's changed. And so guess what? I'm going to change. Yes. Because there's a lot of coaches in this league who say, damn it, what got me here is what's going to keep me in this place, keep me here. And so where I give John Harbaugh a ton of credit is on the Lamar Jackson pick, not just the pick, but saying, here's what I'm going to reinvent about my beliefs in order to make him and us successful. Yes. So, um, I boy, that's an interesting take on John Harbaugh. I I, I would not put Mike Zimmer above John Harbaugh. I think you could fight the fact that he's a top three coach. Like I could yeah. make a case for Sean Payton. Yep. I could maybe make a case for Mike Tomlin. 
Um, but but my criteria, the most important qualities for a coach in these rankings, I think there's four different main categories. There's wins and losses. So what is your record? Because ultimately, yeah, you can be a whiz kid and you can do all this, but like you're as a coach, your job is to finish eleven and five or twelve and four, win a division, wins and losses. Probably overrated as a quarterback stat, wins and losses. Not overrated as a coach stat. If you're if you're going seven and nine on a regular basis or six and ten, and somebody else is going eleven and five, yeah, personnel matters and drafting matters and quarterback matters. But but you're judged on wins and losses. So wins and losses number one. Playoff success is number two. Uh, being an expert or an innovator in something like when you think of Sean McVay, you think he's an innovator offensively. When you think of Mike Zimmer, you think he's an innovator and an expert defensively for the most part. Uh, now, now the league is changing a lot, and so but he changes too, and he has. Yeah, Mike gets credit for that. But mm-hmm. the fourth category I have as longevity, and inside longevity, it includes just that longevity. Like how long have you been a successful coach in the NFL? But also as rosters change and league trends change and your quarterback changes, how adaptable are you from 2008 through 2020, like John Harbaugh, or Bill Belichick from 2000 is when he was hired by the Patriots. And Mike Zimmer, this is the crazy thing about Mike Zimmer and longevity. Um, let me let me sort this here on Wikipedia. Wikipedia has a great little uh, list of National Football League head coaches. One, two, three, four, five, six coaches only have been around longer than Mike Zimmer with their current team. He is the seventh longest tenured head yeah, coach in the yeah. NFL right now. First year, 2014, right? Yeah. 2014, yep. So if you're just going off longevity, like, you don't, you don't outside of Marvin Lewis with the Bengals, who inexplicably kept that job for, like, 15 years. <laughs> well, because he kept winning enough. You don't keep your job for seven or eight years Sounds without familiar? being a coach. Keep yeah. winning enough. Well, but Mike Zimmer in the regular season has been a winning coach. That's what I'm saying. So... And if you want to go off winning percentage only right now, and let's take the guys like Matt Lafleur is number one in winning percentage, uh, but let's let's take him off the books because he's only coached for one year. Bill Belichick is number one. Andy Reid is number two. Sean McVay is number three. Then Mike Tomlin, Sean Payton, Pete Carroll, John Harbaugh, Doug Peterson. Then Mike Zimmer. Mm-hmm. So he's top ten in winning percentage. He's top ten in longevity. Right. And when you think of him, you think he's a defensive expert. So I'm still taking John Harbaugh over Mike Zimmer, but Mike Zimmer checks a lot of these boxes, and it's pretty rare for a coach to stick around for seven seasons. So do, do you think he's he is fairly ranked at ten? Then do you agree with that? Because I, I pretty much agree with that. I think it's I think it's a little presumptuous. Like Kyle Shanahan, listen, if if you're asking me who would you want right now for the next five years as your head coach, I would take Kyle Shanahan or Sean McVay. I also think a lot of it's because of age. Like those guys are just younger dudes. Mike Zimmer is going to be seventy years old in five years, right? Um, but I think it's a little presumptuous to just crown Sean McVay and Kyle Shanahan after yeah. a couple seasons. But I think they're, they're top ten coaches. I agree. I think they should be farther. I think they should be probably eight and nine. I agree. But I think they're top ten coaches. Yep. Um, I don't know like if, if there's any super obvious ones that I would leapfrog for Mike. I mean, Doug Peterson has a Super Bowl. In fact, all the guys that have been around longer at their current spot than Mike Zimmer. Like that's kind of what like the line kind of gets drawn. Uh, it's 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 Bill Belichick, it's Sean Payton, it's Mike Tomlin, John Harbaugh, Pete Carroll, Andy Reid are all longer tenured coaches. They all have Super Bowl championships. Doug Peterson is the only one with a Super Bowl championship that hasn't been around with his current team as long as Mike Zimmer. So Mike Zimmer is kind of at the point where like until you get a Super Bowl championship, 
I can't leapfrog you ahead of Andy Reid, Pete Carroll, John Harbaugh, Mike Tomlin, Sean Payton, Bill Belichick, or Doug Peterson. Like those guys all have I Super Bowls. I hear that. Unless one of those guys completely falls off, like Lovey Smith went to a Super Bowl and then was a disaster, mm-hmm. or did Jim Caldwell win a Super Bowl or went yeah. to a Super Bowl went, got got beat by the Saints or something? No, he he won it right no. against the Bears. No, that was that was that was Dungy. Okay, yeah, yeah. Then, yep. then he went. Yep. What are Mike Zimmer's best strengths and biggest weaknesses as a coach? His greatest strength is is that he's a defensive guru who is willing to change his philosophies, I think, enough to be successful. His weakness is one that is a tough one because it can't be altered. Uh, his weakness is this, in my mind. Um, he's got an expiration date with his act, but he can't, but what I respect about him is his act is not going to change. Mm -hmm. Like he will fundamentally philosophically change his approach to football and defense, which is great, but Zim is going to be Zim and, and the personality is not going to change. I respect that because if it did change, then it becomes this, this year I'm going to be Belichick and next year I'm going to be Dungy and the next year I'm going to be Pete Carroll and blah, 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 blah. Uh, so I actually respect that fact that what you see with Mike is what you're going to get consistently. I do think, though, in the professional environment that that is going to eventually wear thin. And and this is not saying that he couldn't then get hired elsewhere and have a really successful second act, because I think he could if he leaves here at some point in the next couple of years. Um, but I think his weakness is something that also is a strength from a personality standpoint. But at some point in time, Phil, players get tired of the same thing, and and there's very few guys. There's very few guys, and it's probably, you know, Belichick and to a certain degree, what, Harbaugh and Peyton? It's a very small list of guys who can stay in one place for a long time and and year after year command the respect of their players to, to where they don't have to go elsewhere. Andy Reid and have success with a second or sometimes third. Actually, John Harbaugh and Andy Reid, and I would put Pete Carroll and Mike Tomlin probably in this list. I would say Harbaugh, Carroll, Reid for sure it, on the list of guys just seem to like playing for them a lot and just th- like they just come off as really good guys who like players. Like not that Mike Tomlin and Bill Belichick aren't that too, but there's definitely. Like the Steelers have had major locker room issues at times, or like Ben Roethlisberger hates an offensive coordinator or disagrees, like calls Tomlin out at the podium, and yep. they still win games. But you know, Mike Zimmer, it, it almost feels like sometimes there's a little bit more distance between Zimmer and players than some of these other coaches. Absolutely, yes. Uh, but he he also has done a better job as the years have gone by at buying into. Okay, listen, like what do I need to change as a coach? I mean, he flat out asked that question, and I think three he wants ago. to, but but I. I also think his personality is strong enough that he can only go so far. Yeah. Like he's never going to become this, hey, I'm Zim. How are things going now? <laughs> yeah. it's, it's 2020. I've changed. Yep. Be but, yourself. But if he if he did change that much, the, the loss of respect would be massive. Yeah. So, well, I think his, wire act. his best strength is obviously just his expertise in defense, and the numbers bear that out. So, who, who off this list, those first nine, if, if we went through those? And I said for 2020, this guy could be the Vikings coach. Are there any where you would say, you know, he's a really good coach for where he is. I like him, but I wouldn't take him over Mike. I don't know that I would swap Zimmer for Tomlin right now. I agree I, I would have five or eight years ago. Yeah. You would, would love to see him get the job in yeah. 2007 after, after a year of Brad, right? I don't know that I would swap him for Pete Carroll right now. I don't think I would either. 
I would. That's for, an interesting one. I, I used to not like Pete Carroll's act, but I've grown to admire it. Yeah, I mean, listen, like Pete Carroll's a Hall of Fame coach. Uh, I would be really curious, really curious to see Kirk Cousins with Sean Payton. Yeah. Any of the Sean's. Sean Payton. Yeah, well, I, yeah, and and or, throw Shanahan. Yeah. Shanahan loves discussion him. too. Yeah. Or Andy Reid. I mean, Andy Reid. And what he's gotten out of Pat Mahomes, what he got out of Alex Smith. Like, Alex Smith played his best football. Who would empower Kirk here? Harbaugh would. Sean Payton, I don't know that that he would really empower him completely, but I I do think he's a really, really solid offensive mind. It has been for a long time, as much as as I don't like him personally. It's worth noting that Bill Belichick and Sean Payton, definitely two of the, like, they're Hall of Fame coaches and legendary, and Bill Belichick's the greatest of all time, but. Those guys also have two of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, right. too. And maybe those guys don't turn into two of the greatest quarterbacks, if not for Bill Belichick and Sean Payton. So there's that conversation. Like, John Harbaugh is the guy on this list that you can look at and say, Joe Flacco is kind of a dud who got hot a couple times. John Harbaugh squeezed more out of Joe Flacco than most coaches would. And now he has elevated by changing his philosophy from an offensive standpoint and changing their system. John Harbaugh has elevated... Lamar Jackson to become one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. So, like, what if you put John Harbaugh with Drew Brees? What happens? You know, that's that's another that's another spot where I look at John Harbaugh and say, boy, like, what if that guy had Tom Brady oh, for 10 years? Oh, he'd be in great shape, yeah. More Super Bowls. Absolutely. So, um, I would swap Zimmer for, I would probably swap him for Shanahan. And like I said, Sean McVay just for, for age purposes. I don't know that I would swap him for Doug Peterson. That's an interesting I one. I really like Peterson, but it, I I, I'm not 100% sold on it. Peterson with Cousins would be intriguing because yeah. I do think that Doug would, again, I think one of the most important things with Kirk, just from a starting point, is he needs to be empowered. He's not the type of guy, I don't think, who's going to take the ball and say, damn it, I'm just good. I, I think he's the type of guy who, if he's with the right person and gets the right feedback, I'm good enough, But is there well enough, yeah, we kind of people like me, but, I think that's Kirk. But we kind of rib Zimmer for like, yeah, he gets annoyed by quarterbacks and like he trashed right. Case Keenum for the entire year in 2017 and he just doesn't have patience for quarterbacks. Right. But are there any coaches on this list? Like, is Kirk Cousins going to be better than he was last year and better than he was in that Saints game and better than he might be in 2020 with another coach on this list? Or is Mike Zimmer... By hiring Gary Kubiak and previously Stefanski, like is think, he maxing Kirk Cousins? Yeah, that's a that's a close one. Um, I will say this: I think if you put Kirk Cousins with the right coach in the right system, and it's a head coach, so there can be no Gary do this because I'm sick of, of this guy. I do think that you'd be talking about an interesting um, experiment on on catching lightning in a bottle, especially for a playoff stretch. Sure. Uh, that I don't know with Zimmer as the head coach for Kirk Cousins' team that you're going to be able to do that. So I'm almost t- – what would take Cousins into a playoff stretch and make him feel good enough about his play and take chances? Because that San Francisco game does come down to a very simple thing, and that is the, the Vikings up front on both lines got their asses kicked – but Cousins never felt comfortable saying, oh, bleep it. You know what? Time to take chances. He's also just like, if Bill Belichick or Sean Payton or his Phil. coach, like he might not be the guy to do that. Like, oh, and Belichick, not... no way. So No way with Belichick. Well, no, but but I think I feel like like when you say empowered, what do you mean by that? Because like by empowered, I mean somebody that gives Kirk the confidence in himself 
and basically to to as far as Kirk can possibly go, putting the team on his back, accepting that, and not being afraid of the consequences, which might be good and might be bad. And I don't know that he has that in his personality. That's, but that's what I'm trying. Like, to, I don't think he has like the Tom Brady level of. I don't think he does. That I'm the best. But but I'm just trying to go through this list of coaches that would possibly give him the best possible chance in a playoff run to, right. to do that. And I might be. You know what? You might be right. But I don't think with Zim as Cousins' head coach, we're ever going to find that that out about Kirk. I think Kirk, in with the current um, the current people working for this team, has maxed out what Kirk can do. And I think during the course of the season, it's pretty damn good. But that San Francisco game, we saw a guy who clearly was not going to say, "We are overmatched. We're in trouble here. I have to do X, Y, and Z," and it might blow up completely. But at least I'll go down trying something. And th- and like to flip this conversation around the other way. If you, I'm going to put this list back up on the screen here for you guys. So, if you go through this list again, and instead of the coaches on the list, let's replace the coach names with the quarterbacks that they are most closely associated with you know, at the peak of their success. Cam Newton for Belichick. Cam Newton, pretty <laughs> soon, pretty soon. So Tom Brady. Yep. Pat Mahomes. Yep. Because, I mean, you could say Donovan McNabb, but, like, Pat Mahomes is, is what really got Andy Reid. Yep. If Andy Reid would have had a Pat Mahomes-type quarterback in 2002, like, the Eagles win the Super Bowl. Like, it just... True. Um, John Harbaugh is the only one where you would say, all right, Joe Flacco is the is where he reached the peak of his success. So, probably extra feather in the cap of John Harbaugh. Drew Brees. Kyle Shanahan, um, as a head coach, Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. As a coordinator, Matt, Matt Ryan. Ryan. Yep. Sean McVay, Jared Goff. Which is that's, that's a, kudos to Sean yeah, McVay. Yep, so maybe on that. he should be higher than six on this list. Yep. Uh, Mike Tomlin equals Ben Roethlisberger. Pete Carroll equals Russell Wilson. Doug Peterson equals Nick Foles and Carson Wentz. Yeah, more Carson Mike Wentz. Zimmer really. equals, yeah, Mike Zimmer equals Kirk Cousins. If you were to reshuffle these rankings based on corresponding quarterbacks, Mike Zimmer certainly ain't like, he's not getting. He didn't get the luck of the draw of having a Pat Mahomes or ha- now you have to mold those guys. I'm not saying you don't deserve credit and have the guts to draft them too. Yep. But you know where would Mike Zimmer rank on this list if you said, all right, listen, like instead of patchworking it with Sam Bradford and rookie Teddy Bridgewater and Case Keenum and overpaid Kirk Cousins, we're going to give you Drew Brees for six years in his prime. We're going to give you, you know, Lamar Jackson, but whatever it is. Like we're going to give you question, a better quarterback. Though, does Zim get this job if? The Vikings either have or are about to have that quarterback because I don't think he does. He would have he would have had to have gotten the job and then they find the quarterback. Absolutely, right? but he yeah. was hired basically to stop teams. So so you know Teddy is the question mark here because I, I think to Mike's last day coaching the Vikings, we are going to always ask that question: What happens if Teddy stays healthy? develops here because I don't think that that there's a quarterback um, after Teddy that we look at as a Zim guy, right? It's sort of like he tolerates them Mm -hmm. and he accepts them and Cousins is the best that we could possibly, from the Viking standpoint, give him. But Teddy was the one guy who I think we were drawn into, accurately so, was Mike's choice and Mike's guy. Yeah. So, so we all kind of agree that he's definitely a top 10. So he's like right on the edge there of being a top 10 coach. I guess the only other question I would have, is there anyone not on this list 
of the other 22 coaches in the NFL that you would say, wait a second, shouldn't that guy be? I'll just give you some names here just for fun. Um, I'll just go down the winning percentage list, like Matt LaFleur. No. Not yet. Not I've yet. got not yet. Yeah. I've got one who could be by next year at this time easily. Matt Nagy? No, Matt not, Patricia? not Matt Nagy. Matt Patricia. No, not Matt Patricia. Both How about of Mike them Vrabel? Should be fired. Mike Vrabel's done <laughs> his a pretty dra- good job. His draft night stuff was great. Um no, Mike McCarthy. Right. Mike yeah, McCarthy could easily be on d- this list by a-, a year from now, depending on what happens with Dak and Dallas. Yeah. He could be. That's fair. Back on this list. Um, a couple other guys here, maybe like uh, Bruce Arians, depending on what happens. Bruce Arians yeah. did a pretty good job in Arizona. Cliff Kingsbury is still a big question mark. Great and what house, he does though. With Kyler Murray. His house deserves to be on this list. I just love, by itself. I love the boat shoes look, for sure. Yep. Outdoor fireplace. Yeah. Fire pit. It's a great look. Because you know, it gets cold at night in Arizona. Actually, it kind of does. It does. It It does. Especially in the wintertime. Yes. Yeah. It does. Not around. I I would tell you that the time where he was photographed in that house. It was not cold. It was not cold. Thank you very much. Yeah. But it definitely gets a little chilly in the wintertime. A little chilly. Yeah. Ron Rivera? Uh, I'm not ready to go there. I'm not either. No, no, no. no. Stefanski? Stefanski could could be top three next year. Or he could be fired after one year like Baker Mayfield gets hot. Browns (laughs) win a Super Bowl for the first time in two franchise history. John Gruden? Kevin Stefanski. John Gruden, most definitely circa 2000. Yeah. 20 years ago, 20 he's first on this list. Yep. I don't know about John Gruden, you guys. Well, he's uh, I mean, he's got a future in broadcasting if he gets fired. That's a wrap on this episode of Purple Daily. Thanks for hanging out with us. And uh, we, we always appreciate when you give us a five-star rating and a positive review on Apple. And when you click the subscribe button on this YouTube channel, daily Vikings content in your feeds. We'll see you next time.